Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna Lutrawita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. Wow. I had an emergency there, didn't I? You I've, did. t- I've specifically told Erin, like from a from a care point of view, mm. if you need me in an emergency, call. You can call me whilst on air. Mm-hmm. I will always drop my work for you, my family. Absolutely, and that's what happened today. It did just as the show was wrapping up. So, so we normally record this little podcast intro right after the show at 9 o'clock. Today we're recording it at 10 because Tubes had to go 10 to some business. And I'll tell you about that tomorrow. But on today's show, we spoke to Adrian Picconi from Tazcos talking about the homelessness and housing crisis. Yeah, it's really concerning. We're paying so much money. We're on par with Sydney Mm. in our rentals, which is I actually quite like that all of of the uh, housing and community... Social yeah, the Councils of Social Council. Service, yeah. they all met here in Tassie. Yeah, that's really cool. Great opportunity. Yeah. And plus the Housing Minister is here too. Of course, in Julie Collins. Julie Collins. Uh, we also spoke with, oh, a listener podcast. which yeah, is this is exciting. Stories of Us, which is really, really cool. So you'll get the details on that. And we talked about something really cool that's happening in the Botanical Gardens this weekend. Here's what you missed. <laughs> <laughs> We're live on the listener app right across Tassie and the world and on FM 107.3 in Hobart. It's Triple M Breakfast for IGA where the locals matter and Rhea in with tubes this morning. Good morning, Rhea. Good morning, Hobart. Good morning, Tasmania. Another beautiful day in paradise here today. I'll tell you what, I've been putting something off for a couple of days now. Okay. And looking up at Mount Wellington, Kanani. I really need to do it. I've got to go and collect my bib for the Points of oh, Pinnacle. Oh, yes, because that's like four days away now. This yeah, Sunday. This Sunday. So, I don't... I'm I'm a little... I've been training. I've been training. Mm-hmm. Right? I've been training. The thing that's been holding me back has been my calves. Yeah. My Achilles. Particularly on my left leg. And... Like, I've been running. I've been, you know I've been running. Yeah, yeah. I feel a lot fitter. I feel a lot more aerobically fitter. And that was the whole point of this. The reason 100%. that you signed up for this was to get a little bit fitter. Yep. And I've still got a long way to go. I feel like I need to commit to something again after this because mm-hmm. that's how I will continue to keep it, to going. keep it going. I don't know what it is going to be that I sign up to next. I think the Iron Man's coming up. Well, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Maria, don't... <laughs> You put it out on the radio and then people say, I think Tube should do it. Yeah, they don't have to listen to you whinge every day I'm not about how I'm not concerned whinging. you are. I actually feel really good. Like, if there's been one thing that I've learned from this journey, mm-hmm. for me personally, yeah. Pilates is good for me. Absolutely. Pilates is and good spin. for me. Spin was hard, <laughs> but Pilates has been good for me. Pilates has been excellent for me. Yeah. The Happy Studios crew have been out, outstanding, making me feel wonderful. I haven't been there for a while. I probably need to book in and do something this week I before think so I too. go. I feel like maybe you should also maybe go see the physio this week just to get that Achilles nice and loose. Uh, yeah, I tried to book into the guy I was going to and 
It didn't work out. He's full. Well, I think everybody that's doing this has got the same idea. That's probably true. I'm just not organised to have booked it <laughs> in advance. But yes, I need to go and pick up my bib today. So that means that when I pick up my bib, I'm actually doing it. That's real. You can do it. I believe in what you. Do I, what do I wear? Like, what do I wear running up the mountain? That's the question. Maybe we should chat with your friends at the running edge about that. Maybe. Tessa, what's making news? So we've got some more investment in AFL Tasmania. They're going to put $500,000 a year into developing some of our young Tassie talent. It'll be focused on kids of the ages around 12 to 15. Um, there's also going to be a talent manager, a skills acquisition coach, and they're also going to start developing our list for 2028 next year, which is pretty exciting. That's this great news. Is- Always good news to see money invested in local community sport, and I think this pathway program is is uh, we've had our pathway programs here. The mm. Tasmania Devils, of course, already exist. This is obviously a clear investment into the AFL mm-hmm. brand because they don't want to see Tasmania come into the AFL and be average at best. I don't know, like the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> so they're investing $500,000 into into our pathway program, which is absolutely amazing. Hopefully, some of those kids that are going to get drafted next week will come back in about 2028 and we'll have a really strong side. Yeah, it's very exciting. How heartwarming was it hearing in your news bulletin, Tessa, those kids that are saying, mm. it's going to be great being able to have these pathways because I won't have to leave my family yeah. to to go and play footy. It was so sweet. There's a couple of yeah young players that they talked to yesterday that, yeah, they just wanted to stay home. They wanted to stay in Tassie. Mark my words. I know one of those kids, Mia Barwick. Uh-huh. She is an absolute jet. Like proper... Yeah. I think she's 12. She might be 13. Mm-hmm. She is an absolute star. Mark it down, Mia Barwick. Absolute gun. Predicting big things. <laughs> and more good news... Yeah, so three Tassie regions have been dubbed the most hospitable... Wow, I can't speak. The most hospitable in the country by Airbnb. They've done kind of a survey of where they got the most five-star reviews and the best reviews for the area. So those were the Huon Valley, Latrobe and the Central Coast all made the top ten for the last year. So Latrobe, Mm -hmm. again, beautiful place, Mm -hmm. full of lovely people. The Central Coast is like Alveston through to Penguin. Tubes' favourite place. That's where you're retiring, right? I'm, I'm no. I'll probably I've I'm changing my <laughs> mind on this. Ooh. one. Penguin is a place that I absolutely love, but that's because I have a connection there. I played my footy there, and I love Penguin, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. And the Huon Valley, of course, like the Valley of Love. Although yeah. we got so many valleys of love here, Tasmania, <laughs> <laughs> full of valleys. <laughs> Tessa Randello from the Triple M Newsroom. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. So I've tubes here with Rhea. <laughs> I've told this story to Rhea off air, and she said that it's okay provided I make sure I keep the identities of those involved <laughs> anonymous. Anonymous and as anonymous use, as you can. Use a particular type of language for the scenes in the TV show mm-hmm. that I'm about to talk about. So I'm at my sister-in-law's. Yeah. Some of this has been changed to keep. <laughs> to protect the identity of the people involved. Even though you only have so many sister-in-laws. I'm at my sister-in-laws. <laughs> We're having dinner. Erin's talking about a TV show that she's watching at the moment called Morning Wars, which stars a lot of big stars. 
So Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, John Hamm. Big show. Yeah. And she's talking about this, and she's talking amongst the people at the dinner, including my sister-in-law. So who's at the dinner? I can't say who's at the dinner. But the whole family, right? The whole family. So my sister-in-law's father, mm-hmm. myself, Aaron, and that's as much detail as I can go into. <laughs> but a, a group of people... A group of people, we're all sitting around the table, the whole family's there. And <laughs> Aaron's <laughs> talking about this scene. Yep. She's like, it's really raunchy. Jennifer Aniston, John Hamm, together, mm-hmm. quite intimate. It The scene is amazing. Two of the most beautiful people in Hollywood. The scene is amazing. My sister-in-law goes, yeah, I saw it too. Dad, you've got to come over and watch this scene. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you just invited your father over to watch an intimate scene Why? of television at your house? I don't know. I don't know. She's invited her dad to come and watch an intimate scene between... Does uh, he not have Prime? Like, what's like, the... I don't know. I don't know. I just don't... I'm like, I said, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you just invited your dad over to watch an intimate scene? I didn't say intimate scene. I said <laughs> a, a different word, scene, with your... You're going to watch this with your dad? And she goes, he's going to love it. I'm like, you don't have to be there. He can watch that in the in the privacy of his own home. He's got his own TV. Why are you inviting your dad round to watch Jennifer Aniston and John Hamm go at it? With you. Why? Why? I don't get it. It's Triple M Breakfast. A listener original series podcast called Stories of Us is hosted by Sarah Grinberg. It is a new podcast telling inspiring true stories about locals from all across Australia and the creator of Stories of Us, Joins us live, Sarah Grimberg. Good morning to you. Hello. It is so good to have your company. Tell me about what Stories of Us is all about. Stories of Us highlights these wonderful people that we have in regional Australia and they've either grown up there or they've lived there for a period of time. They kind of have these great links to it. For the first series, it is well-known names, but when we progress onwards, it will also be just local heroes who have amazing stories to tell. This is what I love about community and rural Australia and Australia in general is that we can go and we can ask anyone really about their story because everyone has a story. Who are some of the people that you chat to in this brand new series? So we launch Ben Gillies and then the week after we have, you know, our former NRL star Alex McKinnon. We talk to Shannon Knoll, who everyone knows, Pete Murray, Grace Tame, Murray Cook from The Wiggles. There is just a heap of different amazing names on there. I know you from your other series, A Life of Greatness, which is into its seventh season. You've had some massive names on there. How did you get into podcasting, Sarah? I used to be a podcast producer many years ago. I was Hamish and Andy's executive producer for four years on their podcast. And a year into that, I had an idea about doing a life of greatness which is you know all about personal development work which I'm very into so I'm a mindset coach to a lot of athletes and executives and so I thought why wouldn't I teach people 
all of the things that I know and that's when I came up with A Life of Greatness and then Stories of Us is about to be released. It kind of was a very organic move because I did have the skills of being a producer and a good listener, which you need being a podcast host. And what do you hope for people to take away from Stories of Us? Well, I think stories are just a great way to share experiences, especially when the stories have a lot of wisdom attached to them, which these stories do. And I think when we're listening to stories, we can relate to them. And when we can relate to them, they sometimes like ease the burden or pain or inspire us. And these stories that I have on Stories of Us from these amazing Australian people, you know, really highlight the beautiful places that they've grown up in and the tales of their lives. And they really, really glean on a lot of wisdom that they've experienced in their journey too. And what have you learnt from them, Sarah? Well, I mean, it's different every episode, but, you know, say take Alex McKinnon, who was the NRL player who became a quadriplegic from a tackle. He taught me a lot about forgiveness and the fact that he doesn't hold resentment to the people that, that tackled him that day, that he now finds himself in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Really powerful stories like that, or Ben Gillies talks about when him and Daniel Johns stopped speaking and Daniel is his best, best friend, and he kind of talks to us a bit about moving through the pain that he felt when that friendship broke up. There's just so much wisdom to be had in these amazing stories. Is one of the things that you take away from it, hearing these stories, gratitude and perspective, Sarah? Absolutely. You definitely take away perspective when you hear about the journeys of people's lives, and especially the people that we're speaking to in the first series of Stories of Us. They're all well-known names, and you realise that even though they are well-known, they still have a lot of problems in their life that we experience as well, and there's a lot of wisdom to be had in that, especially when you go through your dark moments. You, a lot of the time, that's when you grow. Well, Sarah Greenberg, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Stories of Us launched on 15th of November with loads of names, including Tazzy's own Grace Tame. Sarah, thank you so much. Congratulations on your brand new podcast called Stories of Us. Producer Rhea in with Tubes. And Tubes, did you see that Coles is introducing a quiet hour to some of their stores here in Tassie? I did just hear that on the Triple M News update with Tessa Randello. That's very cool. So they've apparently worked with Autism Spectrum Australia, or Aspect, to develop the program to help support customers who are or have family members on the autism spectrum. Great. So they'll be turning down the... Uh, the the beepers, the scanners, to the lowest possible level. Um, They'll have... The Coles radio will be turned off as well. You mean Triple M? They would turn that down. Uh, They'd better be listening to Triple M, let's be honest. Um, They'll have their store lighting a little bit reduced and no trolley collections at the time. Fantastic. I think anything we can do for people in our community who struggle with these sort of things is a good thing. Absolutely. Wonderful. I'm neurodivergent myself. um, So what does that mean? So I have ADHD. Yes. And autism is a a type of um, neurodivergency as well. So it can be a lot for me as well just to go to the supermarket with people everywhere and the bright lights and you know you kind of have to pick it and I, yeah. I put off going to the supermarket all of the time just because I hate I hate being around all of that so this would probably be really helpful for me as well even just as someone with ADHD I have to make sure I have my headphones I won't go to the supermarket if I don't have headphones with me because it'll I, it just gets to be a bit much uh, I end up with a exactly oversensitized yeah yep. overstimulated by it so, yeah, I think it's really cool that they're, they're implementing these at Coles stores. So 6 to 7pm every weekday at the Kingston, Coles, Eastlands and Sorrell are all taking place in this. Brilliant.
Very Great cool. job. Yeah. I'm impressed. Ac- acknowledging those in our community who have some difficulties. This is great. Exactly. This is all about community. I love it. The country's top nine social service bodies were in Hobart yesterday, collectively calling for action on our housing crisis. They've laid out the short and long-term commitments for the federal government to improve the impacts of homelessness and housing stress. Adrian Piconi is the CEO of the TAS Council of Social Service, or TASCOS, and is here to take us through, talk us through the details. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning. It's great to have your company. For starters, why did the nine top social service bodies meet in Tasmania yesterday? Yeah, look, it was an exciting opportunity to have everybody meeting here um, in Tasmania and probably fortuitous. We have the National um, Housing Minister here in, in Tasmania, he's based here in Tasmania. We, we didn't actually meet with her yesterday, but we thought it was a really good opportunity to amplify our voice um, and really come together as a collective to say that this housing crisis that we're all talking about has really gone beyond the crisis we've got thousands of Tasmanians thousands of Australians without a roof over their heads right now so you're asking the federal government to make commitments what are those yeah well, look we're, we're looking at some short and long-term commitments I think in the short term look as a matter of absolute urgency we really need to raise the rate of job seeker um, we really need to raise that. That's sitting at around $56 a day. That is just a not enough money to, you know, to pay your rent, to pay your bills, to put petrol in the car. And what we're finding and what we found in the, the uh, research that was released uh, yesterday also from National Shelter was that if you're living on a government benefit, you're paying around 79% of your income in your rent. That doesn't leave very much left over for food, for going to the doctor, uh, for you know, for buying clothes. So, really, as a matter of urgency, we think that needs to happen. We saw during COVID when co- uh, when the payment was doubled, what impact that had on people. People told us for the first time they could afford three meals a day. They could afford to buy a coat for the winter. Uh, sometimes for the first time. So, we think that in the first instance is a matter of urgency. And a lot of real estates won't rent to you with that low of a with that high of a percentage of your income having to go to rent, will they? Absolutely. They, they might see you as too great a risk. But, mm. And, you know, I think what we also find is that partic- people who are on low incomes, particularly those who are on government benefits, if they are in the private rental market, they then become fearful about asking the landlord to, you know, up, um, p- put curtains up or, or, or make improvements or actually do repairs to the house because they're so worried about being evicted. Mm. And if they're evicted, then what will that mean in terms of them finding another house? So an increase to those um, low-income earners and, and, and job seekers, as you said, Adrian, but what else do you need from the federal government? Yeah, I think probably. So those, those short-term um, measures just around, you know, job seeker, but it's also about limiting rent increases so and making them no more than annually. And so because what we find is those annual increases can sometimes be exorbitant and mean that people then have to move out. So really limiting those um, annual increases. The, I mean, the other thing is around um, in that long term, it's really about, look, it's, it's probably no surprise to anyone, but I'm going to say it's about supply. You know, really, we just need to get more social and affordable houses into the market so that we have more people having being able to have a home. Do we need a rental cap if we're only having, you know, annual rental increases? Do we need a cap on how much that can be increased as well? 
Yeah, look, we're not calling for a freeze, which I think some um, groups are calling for. We, we are calling it more of a cap, and we're saying that that needs to be capped at around CPI. And it's mm-hmm. about it's about fairness, really. It's about you know not making it uh, increase to a point where people need to actually move out and move into their car. Yesterday, yeah. the Rental Affordability Index named Hobart as the least affordable capital city in the country. Why do you think we continue to get this to- title here in Tasmania? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of shocking, isn't it, that we're right up there with, with the biggest city in the country, uh, Sydney, So, and we have been for some time now, and, and our rents just keep um, going up. Since 2016, they've actually increased by 60%. And one of the reasons for us being named as the, the, most, the least affordable um, city is that because our salaries here are so much lower than the rest of the country. So it's, it's, it's a combination of our of our salaries and our rent prices that, that gets us that title. Is the Australian uh, Housing Australia Future Fund a, a, a positive thing for a, an organisation such as TASCOS? Look, we're really... I think what we really want... I guess our message is really about um, ensuring that we're working at the state, the local and the federal government level. We're working as a whole community on this one. I think we're only going to be solving these wicked problems if we're coming at it from a number of different angles and you know the reality is we've got people living in their cars we've got people couch surfing with mm. pe- people you know for ne- nearly four and a half thousand on the social housing register just here in tasmania waiting in, in excess of 18 months just for home so it's it's a really serious issue that we really need to uh, to address well adrian Piconi, i know there's a bit to go under the bridge what's next for an organization such as tascos Look, we'll be continuing these conversations. I think, you know, for, for TASCOS, our key issues are cost of living, housing, um, household energy efficiency. It's another one that's a really big one at the moment. If, if you're living on a low income, you're likely to be paying the highest um, energy prices, the highest prices for your bills because you have energy inefficient homes. So those issues are ones that we will really be keep, keeping on advocating for and talking about and hoping to make influence and really positive change. Adrian Piconi from Tascos, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us on Triple M. Thank you. This is Triple M Breakfast. It's Triple M Breakfast. You can call us anytime on one triple three five three, just like Lurch has done. Good morning, Lurch. Good morning, Tubes. How are we? Where do we find you today, Lurch? Ah, uh, heading around Nichols Rivulet. Ah, uh, beautiful. Beautiful stuff, Lurch. What do you got for us? What is that? The plastic chocolate milk and the um, ice coffee range as well. They're both now deleted for stock. Yeah. Classic milks have been deleted? Yeah, go to Woolworths, try buy classic chocolate milk, the two litre bottle, and you will not find one. Oh, the two litres. I went to IGA, I went to this uh, local servo that had them, none of them had them. Kingston, the, one of the women down here at the Yulville went up there, none up there either. You look- check this Scan a gun and it says the stock is deleted. You, you mean the two-litre chockey milks? Yep. So you can still get your smaller chockey milks, you just can't... No, get I haven't even seen them either. Oh, well, this is news to me. Maybe we need to get in touch with someone at the local supermarket, Lurch, and find out what's going on. Well, definitely farmers. They're the ones that produce it. Yeah, well, Lurch, appreciate the update there. That's concerning for all the chocky milk lovers out there. Love yourself, Jim. Who drinks two litres worth of uh, strawberry milk? No one. Are there still strawberry milk ones? There's still strawberry milk, and they've got... uh, Interesting. 
The, uh, there's another iced coffee one there, but it's not the classic, right? Mm. I love it, Lutz. I love it. I'm a and chocolate the milk caramel. fan. They've got, they've got caramel in there, but that wouldn't be so bad if they actually put enough caramel in it to taste it. <laughs> Maybe they've run out of chocolate cows. They've only got the pink ones left. Oh, rare. <laughs> Lurch, thanks for your call. We appreciate the call. One triple three five three is the number. Have you heard what's going on with classic chalky milk? I don't know. I've, maybe, maybe we need to get in touch with... Uh, Potty, our local. Yeah. If you're listening, give us a call. One triple three five three. What's going on with the chocolate milk? Anthony, the milkman. Yeah, give us a call. One triple three five three. It's Triple M Breakfast for IJ, where the locals matter. Maybe we need to get in touch with someone at the IJ. Mm. That's what we'll do. Let's do that. It's Triple M Breakfast. This Saturday at the Botanical Gardens, there will be an enchanting cinematic experience under the stars. At Cinema in the Gardens, where movies come alive amidst the nature, and we are so lucky to have in the studio Avona Sone. Good morning to you. You are the organiser, chief organiser of the event. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. It's great to have you here. Tell us what's happening this weekend at the Botanical Gardens. Yes, thank you for having me, and I'm thrilled to share details about the um, upcoming outdoor movie night in the Botanical Gardens. So uh, picture this, a starlit evening surrounded by lush greenery of the botanical gardens, families and friends on blankets with picnic baskets. So grab your picnic basket and loved ones and join us this Saturday, 7.30 p.m. um, to see good old Aussie classic, The Castle. The Castle, of course, (laughs) one of the classics. Tell him he's dreaming. Tell him. (laughs) Uh, Why why have you decided to organise this, Ivana? Uh, Look, I, I think I'm... Probably the the reason is simple. Uh, I moved to, um, or originally I'm from Europe, as you all gathered by now, <laughs> but I moved to Tassie six years ago and everyone was so welcoming and friendly and really supportive. And it's just my way of uh, giving back to community. Now, there is a, a special part of what you're doing. The funds raised from this will go to Beyond Blue. That's exactly right. Yes, so Beyond Blue is a remarkable organisation that supports people fighting anxiety and depression and uh, works tirelessly really to prevent the heart-wrenching loss of life by suicide. So more than 900 people reach out to Beyond Blue every 24 hours and their support service is largely funded by donations. So 50% of profit made will be donated to Beyond Blue. So, uh, you know, come and have a perfect night of entertainment for a great cause. And why did you decide Beyond Blue? Uh, I think it's a, it's just a, it's a really remarkable organization and I think they're doing a really great job. Um, I research a lot of different um, charities and this is just something I actually uh, felt it's the right choice. If you are struggling, you can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. Mm. The castle, why did you choose the castle? <laughs> well, look, many reasons. I think that was the first movie I was told to watch when I came to Australia. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like that's a good introduction <laughs> to, to everything Australian. So, you know, humor, relatable characters, and memorable lines, you know, underdog story. I think all of this, um, mm-hmm. I just I thought it's a great choice um, for a first movie, really, for an opening night. Yeah. Love it. It's all happening this Saturday at the Botanical Garden, 7.30pm. Where can people get tickets? So the easiest way to get tickets is to jump on the website uh, eventbrite.com and uh, just click on the link and and get the tickets or alternatively you can go on any um, on social media and just uh, type in Cinema Snobs 
And um, yes, click on the link and get the tickets. Cinema in the Gardens. We'll put those links up on our f- social media pages, of course. Ivana Sohn, all the very best this weekend and have a great movie. I'm sure you'll have plenty of laughs as you've seen it before, but it's a great way to get the family together. As you said, bring a picnic down, bring your blankets, sit in the gardens, magnificent Tasmanian botanical gardens here and enjoy the castle. Thanks so much for coming into Triple Thank M. Thank you for having me. It's Triple M Breakfast. We have a couple of double passes to give away to Cinema in the Gardens tubes. We certainly do. Cinema in the Gardens happening this Saturday at the Royal Tasmanian Botanical Gardens. Just Google Cinema in the Gardens Tasmania to secure your tickets. But you can do it right now by calling one triple three five three. Good morning, Tash. Morning. What's happening in your world? Uh, school run. <laughs> school run. Where? How many kids? Four. Four. That's a big run. That's a big run. That's a minivan. <laughs> that's a minivan sort of run. <laughs> hey, Tash, would you like a double pass to go to see Cinema in the Gardens? Yes, thank you. You got it, just like that, it's Tash. Done. Just awesome, like thank that. You. Enjoy yourself. The castle happening at seven thirty this Saturday at the Royal Tasmanian Botanical Gardens. Hey. Rhea, we had a call from Lurch a little bit earlier. Yes, he was a bit concerned <laughs> that the, the two-litre Chalky Milks, the classic brand, have gone missing from supermarket shelves. I have heard from a very, reliable very source. reliable source, <laughs> Dino at the Rosetta store yep. from the IGA there, yeah. who says... Lurch might need to make a trip out the Rosetta store because we've got plenty of two-litre classic oh, milks. Oh, there you go. Chalky classic milks. And he sent me a photo on 0488881073. You can send those too. Look at that. There's the photo. Oh, he's got plenty. Plenty of chalky milks. 0488881073 is that text line. Lurch, get yourself up to the Rosetta store and bakery. <laughs> Grab yourself your two-litre chalky milk. Grab yourself one of their most delicious pies. They do a lovely sourdough loaf there as well. They do lots of lovely things and pre-made meals. We And we love the IGA. We know they're independently owned. And they're and the where money. the locals matter. That's exactly right. It's Matters with Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth for financial insights, tips and advice. Every single week we catch up with this unit, Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth. Good morning. Ah, uh, good I choose. I haven't been called a unit for a while like that, mate. Thank you. <laughs> when you're getting closer to retirement, Hawkey, it's no doubt a dawning time. But how do you know you have enough money to live on to provide what you want when you retire? Yeah, look, it's a great question, Tubes. A lot of people don't know what retirement costs, and it's merely because they haven't retired before. So the, uh, the June uh, ASPA standards came out of what people need as an income for a comfortable lifestyle in retirement and or a modest. Now, this is just a guideline for people who might be thinking about retirement of the benchmark they need to achieve. For a comfortable lifestyle, a couple needs about 70000 For a modest, about forty six, And a single, comfortable, about 50000 And a single modest is about 31000 Now, the key thing here to remember is that how do you fund your retirement? The first thing is age pension. It's a big consideration for a lot of people entering the retirement phase. For a lot of people, a single a maximum age pension is about 28000 and for a couple, it's about 42000 But that's shy of what those ASPA standards come back for. So how do you create more wealth, Hawkey, when you're retiring? Yeah, look, it's a great one, Chips. A lot of people don't realise that superannuation grows up over their working life. But when you retire, you don't merely just draw down on your super. That superannuation actually earns you a rate of return in retirement. So if you have 200000 it earns 5%. You actually earn $10,000 each financial year or each year. Now, if you only draw 10000 a year, guess what? At the end of the year, you still have the same capital there. Now, that is something that a lot of people don't realise when they enter retirement. So making sure that money is working for you, it's earning a 
enough and giving a level of income or rate of return that's going to supplement that age pension and maybe some of the other sources of income in retirement is going to ma- hopefully help you achieve those ASPA standards. I get it, Hawkey. So you're drawing down on your retirement funds, but you've still got some funds in there that should be working for you. How do you maximise that, Hawkey? You obviously need advice. Yeah, look, you're spot on, Tubes. It all comes down to, again, asset allocation, risk profile and return. So, again, depending on how long you're going to have that money invested, what your risk appetite is, how keen you are investing in things like shares, cash or term deposits, that's probably going to impact the rate of return you're going to get. So the key thing here is to talk to someone about your risk appetite, understand the risks of different types of investments, understand how much money it needs to make and then set a retirement plan that suits you because everyone's retirement plan is different. And because of those personal circumstances, they should go where, Hawkey? Yeah, give us a buzz. If you're thinking about retirement and you don't know what it's going to be like for you and your partner, give us a buzz, 62313448. We can help you navigate this big stage of your life, making sure that you live the lifestyle with the income you need in retirement. Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth. We'll chat to you next week. Thanks, Jules. Your finance matters with Matt Hawkins from Elevate Wealth. Don't just raise your financial expectations, elevate them at elevatewealth.com.au. Any advice or information provided in our Your Finance Matters segment is of a general nature only and has not taken into account personal objectives, financial situation and needs. Before acting on the advice, you should consider its appropriateness to you. Having regard to your personal objectives, financial situation and needs, Matthew Hawkins is an authorised representative of Consultum, an Australian financial services licensee. We're getting some texts on 0488881073. Don't you worry about that. We're talking about the important issues here, Hobart. We certainly are. We had a call from Lurch from the Huon. Morning to you, Lurch. If you're still listening, hopefully he is. He's driving the truck around, down around the Huon. Yeah, we've got a solution. If you have a problem, Hobart, give us a call. We'll put in some calls. We'll talk to our people, get them to talk to other people. And we'll see if we can get you a solution. And that's exactly what we've done for Lurch this morning. And the number to call is 13353. Lurch called. Told us he has genuine concerns that two-litre dairy farmer's chalky milk has been deleted the from the local IGAs. The classic chalky milk brand. Let me tell you, Dean from the Rosetta IGA has said that Lurch might be mistaken on 0488 Send us a picture of a two-litre chalky milk. Lurch... Get your backside up to Rosetta IGA before they go. <laughs> well, it's been apparently been deleted from nah, the major supermarkets, nah. and but not from the IGA. So IGA is always looking out for it. Yeah, love the IGAs. Good on you, Dino from Rosetta Store and Bakery. And Aaron at Snug has said there's plenty of 500 mil chalky milks at the Snug IGA. He said there's big ones there too. That's a Baxter's IGA. Yeah, good on you. Love it, Aaron. And if Baxter's IGA have got it at Snug. Baxter's IGA in Sandy Bay will have it too. Yeah, you reckon? 100%. Okay. They're owned by the same person. Yeah, they're all over it. Maddie, shout out to Maddie from the <laughs> IGA. Um, let me tell you, that's concerning because Lurch said that the pink milk was there, so the strawberry milk in two litres was still there. And Which he's like, who drinks that? I think it's a weird decision to keep the two litre strawberry because who's drinking strawberry milk in bulk and not chocolate milk in bulk? Chocolate's the default, right? No. So he's oh. for Tubesy. Uh, chalky milk. I'll drink a chalky milk. It's not my first choice. Interesting. Maybe Tubes is doing the ordering. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe I've got the, the little order gun at the IGA and I'm going around picking up the strawberry milks and trying to encourage more. No, so there you go. Lurch, hopefully we've fixed your problem. We've given you an option. Just drive out to Rosetta. 
Yeah. Short little trip up from Snug. <laughs> <laughs> Although Lurch was at Nichols Rivulet, so it's a little bit further than Snug. A little Snug. bit further. Snug's a bit it. closer, Lurch. We know it's there. It's Triple M Breakfast. I said earlier that it was four days, but you know that it's actually three days, 15 hours, 37 minutes and 24 seconds until you're going to be running up the mountain. Yeah, sure. That sounds great. <laughs> I have challenged myself for a number of reasons to do the Points Pinnacle this year. Mm-hmm. And the main reason for me about this was trying to get myself back into some sort of fitness routine and setting myself a goal of running the point to Pinnacle, looking back, <laughs> might have might have been a bit of a ambitious goal. It's a very ambitious goal. It's the world's toughest half marathon. You're, you're going to run the world's toughest half marathon, 21.1 kilometres, tubes. Yes, and that's fine. Like, I think I can do the distance. I think I'll, I'm hoping that I can just get up to the top in that three and a half hour time limit. So yep. it's three and a half hours to get to the top. I, I think I can do that. I, I think you can too. My body's telling me differently. My mind might be telling me Yes, my body might be telling me no, but David in Claremont has sent me a lovely text. Hey, Tubes, you can do it. Point to Pinnacle. The feeling when you get to the top is unreal. Good luck, Dave and Lynette from Claremont. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that lovely, kind message on 0488881073. I have been training with Ritual Runners. I've been doing my mm-hmm. Happy Studio Pilates classes. And I, how good do you feel after the Happy Studios Pilates classes? Amazing. Imagine how good you're going to feel amazing. when you finish it. Amazing. And I think without those Pilates classes, I think my body probably would have been breaking down. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel a lot fitter. Like, I, if you said to me, Tubes, like, go for a run now, run run 5Ks, I could do that. Yeah, whereas could, if you said that to me, I would laugh in your face. And if you said to me, Tubes, go and run 10Ks, I could do that. <laughs> Right, I could absolutely yeah. do that. I and could that do was that. that was the key. This is why you did this. You did this to get a bit fitter. You've accomplished that. The Getting other, up the mountains, the bonus. The other reason why I decided to run the Point of Pinnacle is to raise money for mental health awareness. Now that is through Movember. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put up a video of my mustache, and I'm going to ask you Hobart to donate to my Movember cause, it, and as much or as little as you can to help raise awareness for men's mental health and help men stop dying too young. And we know that that's such a wonderful cause. We had Tommy Windsor in last week to talk about that and what an effect that has had on his life. So I'm going to put the link up a little bit later on. And the other thing that I was thinking is what am I going to wear when I run the Point to Pinnacle? Yeah. So I definitely need something to help my thighs. Have you got some compression shorts? I think that's what I'm going to go and talk... Talk to uh, the guys at um, at Running Edge. Running Edge to today to pick up my beer, but I'm going to talk to them about something for my thighs because they're starting to sort of wear out a little bit. But also, <laughs> I'm thinking, what Happens do I wear? To the best of us, what do I wear on the top half? Taking your wear your Triple M t-shirt. Maybe <laughs> we're taking your suggestions on oh four double eight double eight one. You know what we could do? What? You could be a walking billboard. If someone wants to advertise their business on you for a donation to this cause, you will wear their T-shirt for your run. Yeah, sure. Okay. 0488881073 if you want to <laughs> donate to my Movember cause, I'll wear your T-shirt. As I might have to have a few different stops where I change yeah. T-shirts. <laughs> but 0488881073 is the, num- is the text line if you want me to wear your T-shirt running up the mountain. <laughs> 
that's the way you do it. It's the ultimate stage showdown. Tazzy Trivia. For Creative Homes, $50,000 First Homes Builders Boost. And what Creative Homes do every single day is give you, Hobart, $100 cold hard cash. Let's speak with our contestants. Terry from Kingston Beach, good morning. Good morning. How what, you doing? What's going on in your world, Terry? Um, oh, not a lot. I'm going to go to Mornington today with my granddaughter to pick up um, something. So we might go to the Mornington Inn and check it out. Oh, another, yeah. another great one of our local sponsors here and another great local pub, the Mornington yes. Inn. Lovely pub, isn't it? I haven't been there. I've heard you guys talk about it a lot, so I figured seeing we were going over that way, might as well check it out. Great way to treat yourself, Terry. I like it. Can you test your buzzer, please? Terry. Beautiful. You'll be taking on Sean from Moona. Good morning, Sean. Morning. How are you going? What's going on in your world today, Sean? Uh, Not a lot. Just uh, on my way to work. Excellent. What do you do for a living? Uh, Removalist. Oh. Do you know what I think is the worst job in the world? And, like, this is for me personally, Sean. I hate moving house. And I'll tell you why. Because I find so much crap that I have <laughs> when I've well, moved house. I've actually had to move house myself within the past fortnight, so I know exactly what you mean. Oh. Oh, Sean, <laughs> Sean, so remove... And the only job that I think the worst for me for moving my house is moving someone else's house. But you yes. make it all easy, I'm so, sure, Sean. That's why we call Sean, <laughs> is to make it easier on us. <laughs> we tried to. Yeah, yeah, excellent stuff, Sean. Can you test your buzzer, please? Uh, Sean. Now, Sean, is this your first time playing? It is, yeah. I've uh, never played before. Excellent, Sean. Well, how it works is I'm going to ask three questions. If you get two of them correct... You win 100 bucks thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost, which is on now by Creative Homes. You must buzz in when you know the answer. If you buzz in before I've given the answers, you have to give the correct answer, not just A or B. Got okay. it? Okay. Yep. Beautiful. All right, here we go. Question number one. Why is the Tasmanian Bridge... Tasman, sorry. Why is the Tasman Bridge currently lit up purple? Is it A, in support of the Hobart Hurricanes, Sean. or B, Sean? Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Incorrect. Or is it B for World Pancreatic Cancer Day? B. Terry. Correct, Terry. (laughs) Correct, Terry. You are correct. Bad luck, Sean. That's okay. We're going on to question number two. Question number two. How much is the AFL investing to improve talent pathways in Tasmania? Is it A, $500,000 or B, $50,000? Terry. Sean, just? Uh, $50,000. Incorrect, Sean. Terry, would you like to have a guess? 500000 Terry, just like that, you've won $100 cold hard cash. Yahoo! Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. Now, Terry, you've got two options here. You can come back tomorrow for 200 bucks, or you can take 100 bucks and run. Okay, I don't think I'll push it. I'll take the 100. Thank you very much. <laughs> Love that, Terry. Well done. You've got 100 bucks <laughs> cash thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Bad luck, Sean. I tell you what, your buzzer was quick. <laughs> yeah, I thought I knew the correct answer there, but obviously not. Nah, have a great day, Sean. <laughs> Drive, you, drive safe, lift safe. It's Triple M <laughs> Breakfast for IGA Weather Locals Matter. We'll do it all again tomorrow thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builder's boost. It's Triple M Breakfast. 
the other day, Tubes, I yes. got a text message on my phone saying mm-hmm. um, your car registration for this red Joe, my number plate, has expired. And <gasps> I thought, how can they just send me one saying that it's expired and not give me any warning? So because I've moved house, I thought I'd updated my dr- address I mustn't have, so I didn't receive the red Joe papers right. like you normally would. Right, so you do receive... You still receive rego papers. I I can't remember. I I think so. I think you do. They send you a letter. Yeah. To let you know that it's going to expire. Right. And so I didn't get that, but I just received this text saying that your car rego has expired. So I'm at work. So I've driven to work that morning, not realising that my car had my rego was out of date. Yes. And I'm thinking, how can they be doing this? How can they just send me a text once it's already expired? If they're going to send me a text, do it in the lead up so I know. And then I look back at my texts, and they did. <laughs> and I think that I just thought that it was a scam text. <laughs> so I ignored it. Is your car registered now? It is now. I sorted it. <laughs> good, good news. <laughs> has a mouthful of peanut butter sandwich, but thank you for listening. Mm. Is it a good? Do you put butter on your peanut butter sandwiches? No. Me either. My mum does, and I think that it's weird because it's, you're just putting the peanut butter on. That's what it's for. Extra. Butter. Well, it's just extra salt and food. And unnecessary. Let's you, start this again. Why? Because I had a mouthful of food and there's nothing worse than hearing people eat on air. <laughs> but it, it raises the question, do you put butter on your peanut butter sandwich? I'm leaving it in. Okay. See you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> on tomorrow's show, we're going to talk to Darren Sturgis about the Hobart International coming up in January. Some pretty exciting player announcements there. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. He'll come into the studio too. I like seeing yeah. someone in the eyes when they're making announcements because you can see the excitement. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll catch you from six. Send us a text all throughout the day, 0488881073. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app. It's Triple M.